D- Ooh, you mother. His mother? Mm, his mother. Uh, sorry. I'm, I'm just doing some uh, practice. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you know, that, that means this is gaming sessions. I am your host, David, co-host Gerald, of course. Um, go ahead and hit him with it. Uh, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, newcomers and frequent listeners alike. Uh, hope you've been having a good day. Hope you've been having a good week. Hope you've been being safe out there. Indeed, especially during these unprecedented times. Speaking of, we're going to jump right into it. So, Gerald, tell me you've heard about this GameStop thing. Oh, were the GameStop GameStop stock prices shot through the roof? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really weird, considering they were literally on the verge of bankruptcy like a month ago. (laughs) so for those listeners that don't know um a certain hedge fund on wall street decided to short gamestop stock which uh, if you don't know what that means either i'll do my best to try to explain it so we'll say hedge fund harry goes to someone who owns gamestop stock he's like uh, let me borrow that for uh, let me hold on that hold on to that for a minute. Then he goes and sells it and it, they get enough people to sell it to make the price go down. Then they rebuy it, give it back to the the you know the owner of the stock and then pocket pocket the difference. Well, there's a subreddit called Wall Street Bets that did not find that amusing. So they pulled in their their resources and their money and just started buying up GameStop stock. Full disclosure, I own a dollar and nine cents worth of GameStop stock myself on my stash app that I purchased yesterday. And I threw a dollar into that, threw a dollar into AMC, and I've made a net profit of 11 cents so far. Hmm. I should probably do a little bit of that, but I'm trying to save up... um... I'm trying to save up a good wad of money before I do it. Not so much that if I lost it, it'd be the end of the world, but enough that if I invested, I should make some form of tidy profit off of it. Um, like maybe like a grand or two that I can that I can let go of. Well, now that I'm working again and all I'm really doing is stashing money away. <laughs> if only I could do that. But, uh, you know, uh, non sponsored uh, plug here for you drill try stash it's a dollar a month you can invest as little as a dollar into anything so i've got two bucks in uh u.s global bonds three dollars in cannabis uh two dollars in blockchain a dollar each in tesla amc and gamestop And it's just a dollar dollar a month, and you don't pay to trade or you know buy or sell or anything, as far as I can tell. So there you go. And listeners too, if you're interested, it's the Stash app. It's a what is it? Black screen, yeah, black circle with a blue S in it as the logo. So I I found that to be interesting today. How. Uh, 
uh, Reddit decided to take on the rich <laughs> and so many memes. It was, it's glorious. Mm. It's a good time to be alive. Mm. I, think, I, think my, <laughs> I think my favorite one was uh, the rich. Like, why don't you just, you know, put your money into stocks, regular people. Okay. Rich people, dot, dot, dot. Rich people, wait, stop. <laughs> Sucks when you get beat at your own game, doesn't it? Um, let's see, so there's so that happened. Oh, I've uh, started rereading Dune again. I got a, I have it on my Kindle. It was interesting. It's, I want to say it's been a good ten years since I read it. So like the first couple chapters, I was like, wait, did this happen in the book I read? Then it started getting to where I remember stuff that was happening. So, and that's, that's slow reading for me, unfortunately, because I've been doing it before bed. Which series are we talking about? Dune. Oh, okay. 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 I have not read yeah. them. I've only ever seen the, like the original movie back in like 1980 or something. Um, yeah. The shitty, the shitty, uh, um, fucking, what's his name? Some Italian Italian director and like it, they have a big love of the macabre. So like Baron Harkin and like like what Chewie and I talked about a couple episodes back. Yeah, I also I, I think there was a TV series they did for it a while back too. I watched some of that. Sci-Fi Channel did too many series. Yeah, I own both of those because those were a better, a little bit better adaption. So hopefully Villanueva gives us, you know, the Dune that us Dune readers have been waiting for. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Christy was in the hospital again. She's got the flu. No COVID, thankfully. Knock on wood. Um, both been feeling kind of cruddy this week. I'm sorry. Uh, I assume they're <laughs> just going to keep her for observation and give her the shot. Oh, no, no. She, she's Upstairs. Oh, okay. But they gave it a shot, uh, right? Uh, they they gave it a flu vaccination. Did. I don't think they did. Well, she has the flu. Why wouldn't they do that? Well, it's kind of a little bit late at that point. Well, I suppose, but it's just still. Well, I don't know. I don't. Re- I don't remember exactly it, how that works because if they gave it to her. I, because it basically simulates just a weakened version of it. So while she has it, it might make it worse. So I can understand why they wouldn't do it then. Um, but I'm not, I, I can't remember exactly how that works. If it doesn't make it worse, then they should give it to her because the weakened version will still teach her immune system how to fight it. And then that should allow her to get over it a lot quicker. So, but I can't remember how that works. Yeah, not really. The, the vaccinations are preventative. The only other thing you can do if you have it is to take something like Tamiflu, but at, for how much that shit costs as to, you know, the, the benefits you get from it, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. And well, I am not a medical doctor, so that's why I'm like, I am unsure. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, but I played one on TV. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I was, uh, I was a, an EMT basic for a little bit of time, so. I haven't forgotten everything about it. So there was that. 
uh, oh, I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole yesterday. Two of them, in fact. Um, so um, they're they're kind of, they're more political than anything, but it was still like the one was a you know <clears throat> it makes you think kind of rabbit hole. Then the other was uh, a dude like doing re uh, reaction videos to like people losing their fucking minds. So there was so there was that. Mm, well, that's about all I have. Hmm. Your turn. Okay. Um, well, my week was I finally sat down and watched the new version of Mulan since you said it wasn't too bad and suggested it. Um, uh -huh. I'd like to say that you're wrong. It is garbage. Uh -oh. And <laughs> I wasted an hour and a half of my life <laughs> fucking watching it. Like, dude, it is literally the legend of Korra and Rey from the Star Wars <laughs> movies combined. <laughs> like, this bitch from moment one is just jumping all over the place, doing shit adults can't do, chasing a chicken, breaking, and then She's breaking stuff, disrupting everybody's work day, and then near and then it looks like she's nearly about to fall off the roof and die, and everybody's about to have a heart attack, and then she lands and is all like, ta-da, three-point landing. And everybody's like, you <laughs> dumb little bitch. And she just can't figure out why everyone's angry. Like, oh what what guys? What I do? Like, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> was gold i said out of all the remakes i like it the most uh, well yeah i was and don't get me wrong it is the least offensive of the remakes but that is not a high bar man it's still <laughs> bad and like <laughs> it's like if you any listeners who haven't seen we spoil things on this podcast all the time if you come here to hear our opinions on something but not get spoiled, this is just the wrong podcast for you. We spoil shit all the time. I try to give people warnings just in case they want the surprise. The reason we go about just spoiling stuff is because I personally believe there's a difference between someone telling you about something and then you experiencing it yourself. Yeah, you may know it's coming, but when you get there on your own, it is still a, your first and different experience, even if you know it's going to be there. Um, and that's just my, the way I personally think. And I don't, you know, if you're the type of person who's like, no, no, I don't want to be spoiled on it. I don't want to know. I want to be completely and utterly surprised. I respect that. I got no issues. Most of my friends are like that. Almost every single one of my friends are like that. So believe me, I respect it. I understand it. That's why I try to be like, well, spoilers. So there are going to be spoilers for this. And to be fair, this movie is trash. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Unless there is nothing else to watch, this should be on the bottom of your. <laughs> this should be on the bottom of your list. Like, can you believe that Disney actually wanted people to pay thirty bucks to see it? Yeah, I can believe it. Plus, yeah, subscription. Because people think, well, I made it, I took the time to make it, I put the work in to make it, even if it's absolute trash, I still get paid for it. It's like, no, that's not how the economy works. If your product is garbage, no one wants it, no one's going to pay for it. That, that's, 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 
that's capitalism. You have to have a better product than the next person. And this movie is just, mm. it's dumb. Like, I tried to give it a fair <laughs> shake, too, because I even had to catch myself, because in, like, the first 15 to 30 minutes of it, I was just tearing it into pieces on every little thing. And I was like, dude, stop. You came into this movie wanting to hate it, but stop. Give it an honest, objective watch, right? So her coming out as the avatar in the first minute of the movie, fuck you. Chi? Why is Chi even a thing? Chi wasn't she is a completely new mechanic that they threw into this Mulan that wasn't a part of the original Disney movie Mulan. There is no reason for it except to make her the best ever. That that's mm. it. And the thing is, it Mulan is completely um what is the word? She is completely uh unneeded. She's completely unneeded. You could literally take Mulan out, put any other character in that spot, give them the chi thing, and it's the same movie. As long as it's a girl. <laughs> because everything that makes her the best is the chi. That's it. She has more chi than anyone else in the movie, so she's just stronger than everyone else. That is literally it. Which... <laughs> Which is a goddamn fucking insult to the original Disney Mulan, who actually, uh, who overcame all of her adversities by using her mind and coming up with quick, ingenuitive ways of fixing the problem using, you know, because, you know, she's smaller and weaker than the men, so she had to use her mind to get around that obstacle. So... It is literally so anyone who's like, oh, it's it's such an empowerment for women, it's not. It's a de-evolution of feminism for women. It is literally telling women you're too stupid to think your way out of a situation, so you need a special power so you can just overpower everything. This movie is an hour and a half of Mulan just ramming her face through walls. That's all it is. <laughs> Every problem is a wall, but she has so much chi, she can just headbutt it down. And that's what she does. She ungabungas her way through this entire movie. <laughs> it is an insult to the... It is an absolute <sighs> fucking insult to the original Disney Mulan. And the original Disney Mulan is one of my... <laughs> is, is probably my second or third favorite Disney movie. Lion King being my favorite. Um, and I would put it on a, a, probably the same level as Aladdin. Right? This is a... Yeah, well, we can agree though. those are our top yeah, three. Yeah, those favorites. are our top three. This movie is an insult. It is an outright... Everything that made Mulan unique and interesting and an actual good character, they fucking took away from her. It's all the chi. <laughs> she has the most chi of everybody, so she wins. The sorceress chick, you could take the sorceress out of this movie and it would change nothing. Well, except, you know, the part where, uh, what's his face? The con dude 
shoots the arrow at Milan, then who would jump in front of the arrow to, you know, save Which Milan? was also stupid, because why did she even go there in the first place? Yeah, she was leading Mulan to that location, but why did she go and talk to Bora Khan? Why didn't she just, you know, sit on a on a branch somewhere as a hawk, Mulan is there, and then just let things take... Not only was her going to talk... That, like, <laughs> it was... It was just her munching on Mulan's muff. It was her carpet munching Mulan. Because she gets to Bora Khan and she's like, and he's like, what happened? And she's like, oh, uh, a, a big strong woman, you know, took out the, gave her more resistance than normal. And she's from a little village. And he's like, a girl. And she's like, no, a woman. And she will not be cowed. And I'm sitting here like, bitch, you didn't have to be cowed. In the movie, you grabbed Borakam by the throat and stated you could tear him apart. And he was like, you won't. And she, and the only reason she wouldn't is because she wanted friends. That's her big fucking, that's the big, that's the reason why she is helping him. Because women with high amounts of chi are immediately considered uh, witches. Because in, the, in especially in Asian, in Asian society, women are, like, if there's a monarchy anywhere, it is in China and Japan. Those are monarchies. Go live there as a woman for a while and then come back to America and try to say there's a monarchy in America. Um, but they look, but women are basically second class citizens in, 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 uh, at this time in China. So, um, uh, so when one has a high amount of chi, they have been basically they're basically exiled as witches so the whole reason she's helping him is because when she's able to put him on the throne he's like i'll give you a home i'll make everybody you know accept witches and then you won't be hated and exiled and shunned and i'm like you're literally helping this dude because you want some friends and then they talk about how she's the one who trained his elite bodyguards that he runs around with who have the scarves on their heads. She trained those guys. And I'm like, you had three options for dealing with your problem. You literally chose the worst option because the other options were do this entire coup thing yourself and institute yourself as queen and create a nation of witches for witches about witches. Or you could have done what witches have been doing in other cultures for fucking, for fucking millennia. Ever? No, you could do what most witches in every other culture have been doing for millennia and form a coven. And just find other women with high amounts of chi, give them a place to come to, teach and train them, and form your own family, form your own tribe. Like, she had so many better options. Her entire motivation is asinine. But I want friends, though. So I'll trust someone who's obviously untrustworthy. So then when he takes the kingdom, he'll just make everyone change their mind about witches. 
And then, <laughs> and then there's a point in the movie where he flat out says she knows who her master is. He goes out to talk to her. She's like, so you're my master and I'm just a slave. And he's like, yeah, and don't forget it. So she immediately knows that he's not going to come through on his deal. She immediately understands what kind of person she is. So does she kill him right then and there? Nope. She just continues along with the plan and apparently hopes Mulan will fix it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, mm, there, there's so much contrived, <laughs> dumb shit in the movie. And I don't even know what the point of the Phoenix was. I get the, I, I, I understand it was supposed to be some sort of like symbolism or metaphor, but it shows up randomly throughout the movie. And it, <sighs> This movie was a goddamn waste of time. It was a fucking waste of time. <laughs> like I, oh, my understanding of the Phoenix was it was like the the Hua family, um, like patron spirit. Yeah, or it was their patron spirit. Yeah, but it, it was like it was said that the Phoenix was the uh, the the mythical creature that brought their family over or something like that. Like basically started the Hua family. Um, but I'm like, and then the, in the camp, like she, she lays the, like, dude, her character is so stupid. Like her character is actually, actually has a low IQ. So when she decides to, after they do the summons for the soldiers for the, for the war, she decides, you know, like in the original, she's going to go off and take her, her dad's, uh, place. She gets lost in the desert. She just left <laughs> with his sword and his armor with no idea where she was going. In a desert. You're an idiot and you should have died in the desert. You don't go anywhere without knowing exactly where you're going in a fucking desert. Because that's how you die in a desert. Humans will naturally kind of walk in circles if they can't orient themselves with landmarks. It, it's just what our brains do. She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then there's when she gets to the camp, there's the night she tries to lie down to sleep and she finally takes the armor off. You can clearly see she has boobs and she just lies down boobs not on her stomach where her boobs could be easily hidden if other people wake up before her no she lies down on her back boobs out in the air and i'm like so if you fall asleep what happens if the commander just comes in your boobs are noticeable i mean they're small but they're not non-existent you can tell you have boobs so you, but you're just gonna go to sleep with your boobs in the air for everybody to see. What if a dude wakes up in the middle of the night, has to piss, and has to walk by you? Like she's an idiot. Like she's the amount of stupid shit she does is insane. Um, and then they tried to be all philosophical with the whole uh 
like when she fights the sorceress for the first time and the sorceress is talking about how and like the only and and they make it very clear the only reason she's losing to the sorceress is because she's living a lie so therefore it's poisoning her chi and weakening her that's the only reason the sorceress is, the sorceress is winning because she has the most chi and whoever has the biggest number always wins that's why it's like dude mulan could have been anybody mulan could she could have still been a 3 year old and as long as she had more chi than anyone else she would have beat anybody who came up against her which completely takes any tension out of any situation the last fight with bora khan <laughs> was just was just filler it was just filler <clears throat> we had se we've seen her like we've seen her and her horse walk through an avalanche somehow apparently the that was the horse with the most chi of all the horses in the world too just <laughs> like and this avalanche took down like wooden structures that weighed more than her and the horse like she used the avalanche to knock out a catapult or a trebuchet no a catapult yeah. No, so she used the avalanche to knock down the catapult. And then she, the, her horse is just walking and running through the avalanche. Like it's not even fucking happening. I'm like, all right. And then, so they do the thing where it's like, oh, and then Mulan, and then Hu Jun died. And they were like, oh, but Hu Jun did lie did die because lies can only live for so long and then Hua Mulan lived and I was like if it was under the correct conditions and circumstances that might be deep but you saying it under these conditions at this time that is some pretentious up your own ass bullshit fuck you movie <laughs> fuck you <laughs> this <sighs> dude the and the sorceress is just the sorceress had the potential to be one of the coolest characters in the movie if not the coolest character in the movie and she's just a throwaway character she's she's literally a throwaway character and they showed that when she jumped in front of the arrow we have seen mulan with her massive big number in chi fight three or four dudes at a time and beat them. She's never lost a fight as long as she was using her chi. She's doing all these acrobatic, hidden dragon flying tiger moves. Like, the whole movie was... I, I, I forget the name of that movie because it wasn't really very... Yeah, Flying, Flying Tiger, Tiger Hidden Dragon. Dragon. It wasn't a very good movie in the first place, but this entire movie screams Flying Tiger Hidden Dragon. Um, I forget the actor's name, but he played It Man. He deserved to be in a better movie. And the only reason I can think of why they let him, why he allowed himself to be in this movie is because they offered him a shit ton of money. And he was like, well, it's a paycheck. It's the only reason I can think of why he's in this movie. Mm. He deserved to be in a much better movie than this. Um, well, maybe he didn't want to be typecast as, as Itmon. Uh, well, right. But it didn't, didn't mean he needed to be in this movie. Um all I can really <laughs> hope is that the actress who played Mulan, this doesn't tank her career. Because these are this is the kind of movie that tanks actors and actresses' careers. She didn't do bad, 
but the writing is just fucking terrible. There is one good th- there is one scene that I actually liked and thought they actually did well, which is honestly after watching the whole movie is amazing they got that even half right. But there's a scene um where uh, she's talking to her dad at the dim- dinner table after they get the summons to war, right? And he's talking about how he'll have to go. Uh-huh. And she goes to say, but you can't fight. And then he interrupts her, pounds the table. And he's like, you're the daughter. I'm the father. It's my responsibility to bring you know, honor and dignity to the family. Just know your place and do as you're told. And he gets up and leaves. And I'm like, for that culture and just for the... Uh, the father-daughter dynamic and the fact that as men it is it is our our dignity and our pride and so and our not only our self-respect but the respect others give us yeah that makes perfect sense that was a good scene i can absolutely understand why he's angry i can understand why he had his outburst you can understand why mulan is scared for him because it's very obvious if he goes back to war he is most likely not coming back so but he also understands that it's something he has to do, and if he does, and if they, and and at that time period, if I am remembering correctly, because I haven't read about this stuff in a while, at that time period, not being able to offer up a son or a male from the family to go to war when there is a summons would bring dishonor on the family. And if you know anything about Asian cultures, honor, uh, dishonor, and honor is a very big fucking thing. It is a big deal. You do not bring dishonor on the family. It is a big fucking deal. So that scene actually worked, and I, I, I thought that scene was a good scene, right? And then after that scene, they have sort of like a, a, a tender moment, you know, where he, where, where they kind of, like, you know, she loves her father, her father loves her. It's just shit is tense, Right, so that was good. Whole rest of the movie is garbage. Just, just a complete waste of fucking time. A waste of the people who made its time. A waste of the people who watches it. Time. Anyone who says this movie is good is either either has their own agenda, is jumping on the agenda bandwagon, is a complete and utter fucking moron. Like, just. <laughs> and then Bora Khan's whole thing is that there was a war between the kingdom and the tribes at one point in time and the tribes lost and they were scattered and his father was killed by the current emperor so he wants to get revenge he wants to kill the emperor he wants to sack the city and, and the imperial city and so on and so forth so yeah, you know, I don't give a fuck right? that was Jet Li are you sure? Because yep. I didn't look anything like Jet Li. Yep. <clears throat> Why sure. are all these good actors in these bad fucking movies? <laughs> they must have offered them a lot of money. And and the actress that played Mulan's mother was Keiko O'Brien from Star Trek. Uh, yeah, and, and I even saw that they had Chun Li in the movie as well. Like at that part where she's in front of the Emperor. So yeah, for like a couple of seconds, the actress who played <laughs> Chun Li was was in there. Um, uh, 
and then fucking and then so you have these elite trains so, like there's that moment where she's with the guys that she made friends with in boot camp basically and they're going toward the emperor after she comes back and warns them that Borakai had done a bait and switch made them think that he was going after one thing but he was actually sneaking around to go after the emperor so they do that and they're going to stop him and it's her and the four or five guys and they get into a fight with Borakan's actual elite soldiers. The ones trained. Elite. The ones we saw doing nothing but kick ass the entire movie. And then these knuckleheads who have been in boot camp for at most two months wreck every single one of them. And I'm like, <laughs> alright, well, I guess I shouldn't have expected too much. It's that kind of movie. Like, yeah, I like, so, so that happens, and then we get back to what I was talking about with Borakai and the last fight between the two of them. So the Emperor comes in, fucking, and then instead of Borakai, and then Borakai just decides to do the villain thing, wants to tie him up, wants to talk and monologue, and fucking do all, and I'm just like, dude, just slit the fucking <laughs> Emperor's throat and go about your goddamn business, dude. Just slit his fucking throat and leave. But no, he's got to talk. He's got to set up any... He literally sets up this elaborate James Bond trap. He literally sets up... <laughs> it, it is the equivalent of him strapping the Emperor down to a table, setting the laser to slowly move up to cut him in half, and then just leaving the room and expecting everything to go according to plan. It is literally that. <laughs> and I was like I'm just sitting here like we need new villains we need a just like you have heroes and anti-heroes we need like an anti-villain or a villain villain we need a new type of villain cause these motherfuckers need to be phased out this is dumb bullshit now like we, we did the tropes and we made the funny ha-has and we had the Incredibles and made the little inside joke dig at villains. We need new villains. We need a new type of villain that doesn't fuck around and if the protagonist is in their sights, that motherfucker gets a bullet to the brain. We need we need a dyed-in-the-wool killer villain. This, this shit is just... I'm done with this shit. <laughs> done with this <laughs> yeah but yeah just just oof, yeah done with this so that so she goes um <laughs> and, and that was another thing the i was talking about how the sorceress was just a thoroughly character and you know it because she jumps in front of the arrow and dies yeah. she didn't even need to we've been watching fucking Mulan with her big number run wrecking ball through everything that gets in her way. This dude shoots an arrow at her and apparently that's supposed to stop her. All the other times she's deflected weapons, she's deflected arrows, she's deflected this and that, she's pulling acrobatic kicks to knock fucking spears into people and 
but this one arrow from this dude at this time catches is is supposed to catch her off guard. And, yeah, whatever. <laughs> fuck you. All it was was so that she so the arrow and they could have this big death scene for her. That's all it was. And I'm sitting there like this is. I was like, this. I, like, I'm just like, this is a waste of my time. This entire thing is a waste. There is no tension. She's good. She is never. There is, dude. There is literally no point in the movie where she ever even actually takes damage, except for when she's fighting the sorceress. There, I can't think of another time in the movie when she actually takes a hit when she's using her chi. To it, well, first off, when she's using her chi to the fullest, no one touches her ever. She, nobody touches her ever. And the only other times that anyone ever actually hits and hurts her is when she's fighting the sorcerer, when she's you know living the lie and is weakened, and then during boot camp when she's fighting her love interest for the first time, but she's not using her chi at all because she's suppressing it. Those are the only time she ever actually takes a hit ever in the whole movie why would I be concerned with her safety we get to Borak Khan and I'm like dude why do I care he literally can't touch her she literally defeated the person who you showed was strong enough to kill him instantly if she wanted to. Why would this be any different? And mm, tension and reason. And so now that you and... say that the Emperor was Jet Lee, it explains a lot. Because the Emperor goes out like a badass. Nobody can touch him. Like, if they hadn't come up with this elaborate trap to wrap him up in rope, uh, like, they never would have been able to beat him. He'd have just killed everybody there. Like, the Emperor was just a straight... Like, he's got to be, like, in his 70s. And he's just a straight-up badass still. Like, and I'm just like... It, like, if he had taken action from the get-go, he could have solved this problem before Mulan ever needed to. Like... <laughs> mm. There's still there not a need for the Mulan, for the Mulan movie. movie. It was a complete <laughs> waste of everyone's time and money involved in this. Pro from, from beginning of script writing to development to scene shotting to casting to getting it into theaters to people paying for the tickets to people sitting down and watching it from fucking start to finish this movie is an entire fucking waste of everyone's time and money it is a literal waste of everyone's time and money like <laughs> don't hold back tell us how you really feel <laughs> <sighs> like this, like I said, how it's like fucking Legend of Korra and Ray from the Star Wars movie all wrapped in the one, but it's also very much in the same vein mm -hmm. as Captain Marvel. 
It's just, uh, yeah, well, it's you know, just same, same studio. Uh, it was terrible. And the thing is, it, I'm not I, I, like you would think I hate it. I don't hate it. I'm looking at this thing and it's just terrible. It is, it just, it is just terrible. And that brings out neither hate nor enjoyment. This is just a waste of time. Looking back on this movie, I'm just baffled as to why anyone even bothered. Like, I... <laughs> because New Disney... And nostalgia. Like, the, the, the Lion King was terrible. This is real close to being as bad as the Lion King was. Like, this is is just a waste. <laughs> it is a complete waste. Especially when you tell me about all the talent they had in it. They had in it. It's just a complete fucking waste. This was like a waste. This, this, this movie is the equivalent of the military spending a shit ton of money that they have left over in their budget so that their budget doesn't get cut the next year. That's what this movie is. It is the studios had a budget. They only use half of it. What the fuck are we going to do with the other half of this money? If we don't use it and say we didn't need it next year, we're only going to get half of our current budget. What movie can we shit out and use up the rest of this money? And they were like, well, hey, we've been doing all those Disney remakes. How about Mulan? And they were like, get on it. That's what this feels like. It, someone had an excess of money that they needed to get rid of, so they threw it at this movie. They didn't give a shit whether it was good or not. It just needed to be made. Sort of like the rights for the X-Men with Fox. As long as Fox is making the movies, they keep the rights. Doesn't matter if the movies are good. Doesn't matter if it makes them money. They just have to make a movie. It, it, like, honestly, I'm surprised Fox didn't make movies that were just stick figures <laughs> of the X-Men. Considering, like, just <laughs> like it, it was just a, a whole two, just two-hour movies <laughs> of kids with stick figures, and you the, the the figures have like clothes on them to make them distinct, so you know which X Men, and the kids are acting out all the scenes with the stick figures. Like, I'm honestly surprised Fox didn't do that because that's what this movie feels like. So. So yeah, sorry, I, I went on a rant there, but like, it, it just a waste of time. Just an absolute fucking waste of time. It is mind-boggling how much of a waste of time this movie was. <laughs> well, let's let's hope they if they do a remake of one of my other all-time favorites. They fucked they up fuck every single one, one so far. The only <clears throat> one that's been even slightly tolerable has been the Aladdin one and the uh, uh, fucking Beauty and the Beast one. And then every time I look back on the Beauty and the Beast one, I go, oh, it's actually worse than I remember. Every time I look back on the Beauty and the Beast one, I go, oh, it's actually worse than I thought. Because I thought the Beauty and the Beast one was okay. I was like, eh, okay, this is this is pretty okay. And then I actually like pay attention to everything. 
right? Because the first time I watched it, I was just okay. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. The, you know, I'm just watching it, right? I'm not, I'm not really thinking about anything that's going on. Then I start thinking about some of the things that are going on, and I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, wait, what, what? How the fuck is that? Wait, what? <laughs> and uh, I, I'm I'm done. Waste of time. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, uh, Riot has gotten together with IGN to create Magic Legends, which is a partnership, or we'll say amalgam of their League of Legends game with the Magic the Gathering Planeswalkers game. So basically, they've created an isometric Diablo-like, uh, uh, Diablo-like game uh, or RPG um, that stars, uh, I guess, uh, I would say, original Planeswalkers characters that they created. There's one for each color of mana, you know, green, white, blue, red, and black. Um, and apparently it's going to be featuring, uh, three of the planes directly from Magic the Gathering, um, three of the realms or planes that the Planeswalkers can go to, um, and they're going to be doing an open beta for it on March 23rd this year. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to that and seeing what they do. Apparently it's going to institute, because they're doing a merger of the two systems, it's going to be a card-based system. So you're, it's going to be like Diablo, but all your skills are like cards, and you build a deck, and your cards come up, and you use your skills like that. So it, uh, we'll have to see how that works. Um, but it sounds interesting, and I'm willing to give it a shot, and I believe it's going to be free to play, so I got nothing to lose. Um, speaking of which, uh, League of Legends also released their latest champion, Vigo the Ruined King. Uh, anyone who plays League of Legends would know that there is an item in the item shop called Blade of the Ruined King. It is a sword. It gives you uh, damage, attack speed, and I think it uh, when you activate it, it gives you a burn on your on your enemy. Um, I was going through his skills and stuff. So what this guy does, um, I forget. I'm forgetting what his passive is. Ah, fuck. What was this? I, I had it. I had it in my head. Um. I want to say his passive is his possession ability. So basically, when he helps to ki- when he kills or helps to kill an enemy hero, he possesses them and gains their abilities for a short for a short amount of time. Yeah, that's his passive. So you kill an enemy hero, you become you possess their body and become that enemy hero, and you get access to all their skills and abilities. Um, on his first ability, it is a uh, like a thrust like attack, and it has a passive that increases. I should have written all this down. I hadn't planned on actually going too far into it because he he sounds really good, but he doesn't sound you know broken or really strong but he's he sounds actually and let I, I hope i don't jinx it he sounds fairly balanced actually um right um 
But his ultimate is an execute. It does damage to an (laughs) opponent based on how much health is missing. It also allow it also depossesses a person, an enemy hero he's uh, killed. So basically, it's kind of like a. Uh, there's another character who has a sort of uh, similar ability where if he kills someone with his ulti, it resets it. I'm forgetting his name. Starts with a D, but I can't remember. Um, But this is kind of the way it works is that he'll um, is that he uh, he hits them with it um, if it and it depossesses him from so he'll leave another hero's body, hit them with the kill. If it kills, he'll repossess and it refreshes his ulti again. So he can literally just go one, two, three, four, five and kill an entire team if they're low enough. Um, but uh, he has, let's see, he can create his own cover. He has a ability that allows him to literally create. Because uh, in League of Legends, if you go into like the bushes, you disappear, right? Unless there's like a, uh, unless they put what's called a. Uh, I'm forgetting the name. I haven't played League of Legends in so long. I've, been, I've just been keeping tabs on it. But basically, you could put wards, wards. If you put a ward in a bush, you can see anything that's in the bush. If there's not a ward in the bush, anything in the bush is invisible to you. He can basically create his own bushes. So he also has a oh. a sort of cone shaped slash. Uh, oh no no that that's a different hero. I should have written it down, but I hadn't planned on going this far into it. But anyway, Vigo has been released. He looks he looks good. He doesn't look broken. He doesn't look too weak, but he looks pretty good. So we'll see how that works out. Um. Super Baby 2 dropped in Dragon Ball Fighters about two weeks ago. Um, I sat down, played around with him. He's good. I like that he's an addition to the game. Um, he brings flavor. He has a he has a uh, a really good personality to his character. Right. He's fairly fun to use. Um, I don't think I'm going to be using him. Um, he just I don't know. He doesn't fit my play style very well. It, it feels weird for me to use him. Maybe I have to get more used to him, but it just feels weird using him. Um, he's a little unorthodox um, and he is strong. Like his his zoning capability is just ridiculous. Um, he has uh, projectiles that if they miss you, they they boomerang back and they home in on you. So, and he's got three ways. He's got a standing one which shoots out three. He's got an aerial one which shoots out three, and they go they go down and go along the ground. And then he has an in an aerial invincible uh like spin move that throws out two. So, the if he stands and shoots the three. Even if you block them, they boomerang back around. The other ones, if you block them, they don't boomerang. They're, that's just the end of them. But if any of them miss you, they boomerang back. He also has what's called acid rain, where he shoots a couple of blasts into the sky, and then they rain down in an area. And he can do it on top of himself, he can do it mid-screen, and he can do it long screen. So he can cover the entire screen with it. Um, he also has a beam. It's slow, 
but he has a beam and he can do it on the ground and he can do it in the air, which is something few beam users actually can do. If I'm, let's see. Yeah, because I don't, I think there's only two other beam users in the game that can actually do their beam in the air and on the ground. Um, I may be mistaken. I may be mistaken about that, but I, I think so. Um, is there anything? Oh, and his unique mechanic to himself is that when he kills, uh, just like I was saying in the last podcast about it, when he kills someone on the enemy team, he gets to use them as an assist. And it's always the most recent character you killed. So if you kill two characters, it's the last character you killed. You get access to their assist. And not only do you get ex- access to the to their assist, you get, a, you get access to all three of their assists. And um, if you use your light button, it's their A assist. If you use your medium button, it's their B assist. And if you EX it and use half a bar using your O button, and I'm playing on a PlayStation joystick, um, then you get their C assist. Um, it honestly makes him a corner trap nightmare. Like it, it just makes him a corner trap nightmare. If baby gets you into a corner, you are in trouble. Um, <laughs> and Dragon Ball baby Z puts fighters, you, in a you don't put baby in a corner. <laughs> baby puts you in a corner. Gaga goo goo, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, another t-shirt idea. But yeah, but yeah, I, I am glad that this is a character they they added to the game. Unlike UI Goku, who they still haven't nerfed and needs to be nerfed. I I read someone's comment saying that on their website, the reason he's the best character in the game is because they actually designed him to be the best character in the game. And considering what he has available to him as tools, makes sense. Also, other high-level players are starting to also admit, no, UI Goku is the best character in the game. Like other high-level characters or other high-level players are starting to come out with videos being like, yeah, he's the best character in the game. He's just the best. Um. So now we just have to do something about it. Because any other character that has gotten to that status has been nerfed. And I'm going to be pissed. They nerfed Majin Buu, the kid version. For the longest time, everyone has been like, he's the best character in the game. He's been nerfed three times. UI Goku better get a fucking nerf. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Yo, dog, I heard you like, uh, heard you like kid. Pretty much. We're, we're going to nerf that. So, uh, nerf you but yeah, nerfed. but Super Baby 2, great addition to the roster. Uh, I'm still waiting for Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. Can't wait till he gets here. I hope he'll be as interesting and fun to play um, because I am going to make him a permanent part of the team. So hopefully he'll be interesting, fun to play. I'm not asking for him to be broken. I'm not asking for him to be OP. All I'm asking is that he's a good character. That he is a character worth picking and worth putting on the team. That's all I'm asking. Um, 
I'm against yes. nerfs. I want them to go the other way in all video games. When they build something that seems to be too overpowered for the system, I wish they would change the system to match the overpoweredness that they designed. So instead of nerfing UI fuckhead, why don't they bring everybody else up to his level and make them as good a character? Well, I agree with you, and normally I don't like Nurse either. I'm like, bring all the other characters up. The problem is, because UI Goku is the is built the way he's built, you cannot do that. There are characters that, if they were buffed to his level, would be a fucking problem. Like, like I'm talking about like Season 1 Cell. Season <laughs> 1 Cell ruled Dragon Ball Fighters. He was a god. He was a nightmare before they finally decided to nerf him. And the nerfs were necessary, and they honestly weren't too harsh. Then in season two, GT Goku was a problem until they finally nerfed him. Like, I, I also am an advocate for make everyone else just as good as that character, but because of the way UI Goku works. And because of and and because they gave him every mechanic in the game, like the the UI Goku has a cross up command grab. Like he he literally just jumps from side to side and can command grab you or do a solid hit. And if you guess wrong, you're getting grabbed or you're getting punched in the face. He has three different counters that are all invincible on frame one or uh, or sooner. Which makes them almost impossible to counter. Like you can bait them out, yes, but you, if you're playing against someone of equal skill level, you probably won't bait it out very often. Um, and one of them can be countered into itself as long as they have bar. So if he misses the first time and you go to punish him for it, he can literally do it instantly again and catch the punish. Um. His uh, key blast acts as a beam, and so it destroys other key blasts. And trade, and I think it trades with real beams. Um, I'll have to test that. I don't know for sure because I've never seen it happen. Um, he's got one of the best beams in the game. His normal light punch knocks you out of just about everything, and has priority on just about over just about everything. There is almost nothing in the game that beats his standing so light what attack. What you're telling me is that took go to Goku from the comic <laughs> books or the manga and put him in a video game because that sounds like him in the show. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So if there are there are other characters in the game that because of the way they work, if you buff them to be able to compete with that, they would become the new problem. Well, fighting games are always full of problems. Well, right, but usually the problems are intentional. UI UI is an intentional fuck up. <laughs> And I bet a Toriyama laughed and tried to I believe bad it. Japanese dad joke. But anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I also sat down and saw the Godzilla versus Kong trailer. Long live the king. 
I, dude, I I can't help but feel like this entire movie is just getting America's dick no, stroke. The, the dick That's what this deep. feels like. There's Godzilla shot win. Like it, like Kong, but Kong can't even put up a fight. He shouldn't even be able to put up a fight in this situation. Um, um basically, and that's because Kong is only about five stories tall. Godzilla's like thirty. Uh, the way. Uh, if we go on, this away oh, is good. the hollow Sorry. earth radiation. He goes into one of the tunnels and it makes him grow bigger. But what they're doing in this thing is they're doing Mecha Godzilla. Oh, God. <sighs> oh, okay, so I, I too saw the preview. What the did did I yep. see Kong with like yes, a Yes, actually if you look at it it's one Godzilla yep. scales from his tail. Sorb, uh Godzilla's breath attack. And you know, primates are tool makers. <laughs> Kong has never made a okay. tool in his life. Uh, uh well, they I mean, also they, seem you know, to know how do, to uh, uh throw a straight punch too. Don't know where they learned how to do that, but apparently they were watching some. Uh, <laughs> apparently they were watching a boxing channel at some point in time. Before he throws the punch. Hmm. Oh, oh, Jimmy got disconnected. I think. It, well, he was. Yeah, he was going robot there. But yeah, um, we'll. <laughs> As usual, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna pay to go see this movie. Um, I'll wait for the reviews to come out, and then maybe I'll get it on DVD as kind of a guilty <laughs> pleasure because it's still kaiju fighting, and I grew up on that stuff, so I'll want to see that. But it, it's stupid. Kong stands no chance, and I have heard the theories that it's supposedly uh, Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, I have heard the theory that it is Mecha Godzilla and not actually Godzilla. Um, and uh, Chewie was right about Kong's size. I remember in Skull Island, uh, Kong Skull Island, they ended that movie saying that he's big, but he's still growing. My thing is, what is our time frame here? Because how did he get that much bigger in time for this? Um. Also, if anyone has seen uh, King of the Monsters, and here comes a spoiler, so if you don't want it, skip like two or three minutes ahead. The way he kills Ghidorah is he basically turns himself into a nuclear reactor and literally gives off a giant AOE atomic burst. He disintegrates Ghidorah. Disintegrates it. But Kong is supposed to put up a fight. Mm-hmm. I also, I also find it. Sorry, I also find it really mm-hmm. weird that 
everyone is speculating it's Mecha Godzilla, which is weird because it looks and moves and feels just like Godzilla. And the the problem with this is the the world that they're in is not tech very technologically advanced. And if anyone knows anything about the old kaiju movies, Mechagodzilla wasn't created by humans. It was actually created by an alien race as part of an invasion force of Earth. I really hope they're not bringing that storyline into it because there's some dumb shit in that storyline. And the current world that they're set in is just (laughs) modern day, uh, just the modern day. They don't have the technology to make that sophisticated a robot, period, especially one of that scale and size. So is it so unless someone widened someone's butt to the size of Godzilla and pulled Mechagodzilla out of this person's ass, there's no way it could be Mechagodzilla unless they're going with the alien uh Unless you're going with the uh, alien uh, storyline for Mechagodzilla. Now, if they are going with the alien uh, storyline for Mechagodzilla, why did they ever do the storyline of these are ancient creatures that have always been on the Earth and have always been in this weird ecosystem? Because in the original storylines, King Ghidorah is also from space. It is, it is a space-faring monster that goes from planet to planet, blowing up the planet, and then continuing on through space. If you are going to do space, why do Mechagodzilla? You could do fucking... Why do Mechagodzilla when you could do fucking Space Godzilla? Who is a big enough... Who is a big enough and powerful enough enemy that it would warrant King Kong and Godzilla teaming up against? Like... They could even do and, and you could just say fuck all the space shit. Why not do Destroya, which is literally a monster that almost killed Godzilla and is more than powerful enough that King Kong and Godzilla could team up to fight it. <sighs> There's <sighs> There are so many options. Dude, they have so many options, and they're just doing the stupid (laughs) circle jerk option every time. It's always the circle jerk option with these assholes. Like, like they could do Monster X, which was also a really powerful (laughs) monster that they could do a team up against. Like, there are options. They just, eh, fuck it, whatever. And you can't tell me, well, that would be really hard for them to put in the movie with CGI and stuff. Dude, they were doing these things back in the day with fucking rubber monster suits. Fuck you. If they wanted to do it, they could do it. Don't give me this explain away bullshit. If they wanted to do it, they could do it. They came out with Transformers, (laughs) for goodness sakes. And that was a CGI technological marvel because of the way they built the Transformers. But they can't make a a, a fully fleshed out kaiju monster? Fuck off. <laughs> the uh, well, the 2000, what was it? 2000, 2001, 2002, I think it was. Um, I'm pretty sure it was fully CGI'd. Something like that. 
But yeah. and neither do oh. I. It, it, just off first impressions, it looks fucking stupid. It looks like it's gonna be stupid. It looks like it's gonna be bad. They turned it into an action movie, and like I was thinking about it, and it almost looks like a Dwayne Johnson action movie. You know, The Rock, because he's real big. If you look at some of the scenes that uh, mm. Kong is in, mm. they you could almost one-to-one them to like a Fast and the Furious movie or something like, or something that Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been in, like Rampage. It's almost a one-to-one. The action scenes are almost a one-to-one. It's, and I don't know why it made me think of him, but it made me think of, but it did. Maybe because of Rampage and because they have a giant gorilla in Rampage too. So, I don't know. Um... But yeah, I I don't know what like I'll hold out hope that they know they kind of know what they're doing. But even King of the Monsters wasn't all that good. It was actually pretty dumb too. Um, so we'll have to just wait and see. Um, oh, they could also do Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla would be an excellent villain that they would have to have multiple monsters team up against because of the way Shin Godzilla works. So they, they could that would have been really good too, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So watch that trailer. Looks dumb. We'll see. Um, uh, they apparently have a new uh, Knights of the Old Republic <laughs> game in development. Yay for that! I if they do, I want them to do as good a job as the old Kotor games on the Xbox. But if they do even half as good. Those will be that will be a good game, and I am happy to see it returning. So hopefully that that development is going well. Hopefully we'll get a game as amazing as the original Kotor's. Um, also, Dragon Age Four apparently is in development as well. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I really enjoyed Dragon Age Two, and I really enjoyed uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. So I am looking forward to a new Dragon Age game. I actually do. Uh, I actually do like those. Wait, was it Dragon Age Two or Dragon Age? No, Dragon Age. Dragon Age Two is the one with the uh, with that uh, with Talon or Rock or something. The one dude. I think it's Dragon Age One. I played, and then I played Dragon Age Inquisition, and now they're coming out with Dragon Age Four. So hopefully that'll be good. Um. Final Fantasy 16 is still looking really good. It's going to be an action game. It looks like your character will have the ability to transform into the summons. Because in one of the recent trailers, it shows your character turning into Ifrit. So if you get the ability to transform into the summons, or the summons come through you and then you are fighting as the summons... Oh, that's going to be... I I am on board for that. Um, and not only do they show you becoming a summon, they show you fighting other summons. <laughs> so kaiju battles. I am on board. You have my attention. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> had me at kaiju battles. <laughs> you had Gerald at kaiju like, battles. 
But uh, yep, and that's pretty much my week. Uh, nothing else really worth talking about. Um, just still practicing, still <laughs> brainstorming and writing. You know all the normal stuff I'm normally doing. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. Two other things I forgot to mention. One, uh, a friend of mine actually, uh, I guess he was tired of hearing me try to talk through a shitty Turtle Beach headset. So uh, last week he asked for my mailing address and I was like, okay, why? He was like, you'll see. A couple days later, there's a box sitting on the front door. He got me a pretty decent hmm, uh, nice. set of uh, oh. gaming gaming headset oh yeah so that was nice of uh, no, no, no. To him. no 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 continue oh. i was just kicking myself sound like you're about to metaphorically like literally or meta or metaphorically and then uh when it comes to the to the writing thing um someone in mm-hmm. in the writing group i'm in mentioned a uh, a website called for the words uh and i checked it out come to find out i had signed up for it like five years ago and i had enough uh in so it's gamifying writing basically so like it's a it's an rpg you you know you you can hunt monsters by either writing constantly for five minutes or writing you know 250 words in a certain time I did more writing two days ago than I did in like, well, I've done more writing this week than I had previously and got more words out of it. So uh, for you, Gerald, and for listeners, if you are writers, uh, check out For the Words. It's like four bucks a month, but uh, I had enough in-game currency to uh, last me until May. So those are my hmm. two things. Okay. Other two things. We'll see, yeah, we'll have to see about that. All right. All right. Well, that's the end of part one.